Episode 83, Are You Broken, Flawed, or Human? Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Hello there, ladies. How often do you say things to yourself like, I'm just broken. Nothing works for me. The things that work for other people, they don't work for me. You don't understand. I'm hopeless. Do you know how many things I've tried that haven't worked? It seems to work for everyone else. I am the outlier. I can't tell you how many times ladies tell me this in our coaching program, on my consults with ladies, and just in general life, I hear it all around me. And I wanna share with you to begin with a little spoiler alert. Two of these are true, but one is not. (laughs) And I want you to guess which one. Are you broken, flawed, or human? Two of them are right, but my guess is you say one more than the other two. In the weight loss world, obviously you're here, right? You're interested in learning more probably doesn't come super easy to you. And I think that that's why we end up saying these terms. But I want to just open this podcast by telling you it's one of the most helpful tools that I learned early on. And here it is. Watch what words you put after I am, because you are essentially defining yourself in that way. And I feel like this word broken has been all around me recently. I think I first heard it in a song and then I started kind of looking for the people around me who were using variations of that. There's so many different variations of it out there, but it is like regular verbiage now. And it's a really interesting way to define yourself. Here's the thing, ladies. In Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, we actually start by looking at our beliefs about where we're at right now, right? I asked my ladies, what is the number on the scale? Write it down. Ask yourself how that feels and ask yourself what you make that mean about you. And oftentimes I hear things like, I'm broken. I can't be fixed. This isn't possible for me. And what I tell them next is so important. Our beliefs ultimately create our results. It's not the other way around. Our beliefs create our results. It's not our results that create our beliefs. Because here's the thing. If you believe that you are broken, that nothing is ever going to work for you. When something starts to work, but you have a little setback, your automatic thought is going to be, I am broken, it won't work long-term, and guess what the result of that will be? You'll quit, and you'll provide more and more and more evidence to your brain that you are in fact broken. That's a big risk to take, to put onto a belief that says, I am broken. And if you listen to my podcast episode from maybe around a month ago on Our Girls Need Us, This is where this first came into my mind. Because generations back, humans assumed that their lives wouldn't be perfect. They assumed that there would be flaws in it, hardness in it. What we in life coaching call the 50-50 experience. Positive emotion, negative emotion. Things would happen that were out of our control, and we just got to decide what we did with it. And now I think we equate 
the human experience with broke, especially our younger generation. For them, they're growing up seeing social media as everybody's happy and everybody's perfect. So anything less than that is flawed or broken versus anything less than that is the actual real human experience. So if you're looking for a little catch up, a little update on reaching out to a girl near you, just want you to think of that today. And maybe showing them a little bit of how humanity is naturally flawed, but that doesn't have to mean broken. And here's why I think this matters so much. So I'm a big fan, you all know, about definitions. It's important to get on the same page of what you're really actually talking about. So I, of course, looked up the definition of broken. It means having given up all hope, ladies. Having given up all hope. Are you really broken? No. If you're here still listening to this podcast, you're not broken. I can promise you that. You haven't given up all hope, even if you have the slightest inkling of hope. I always tell my ladies when they start coaching, I just need you to have a tiny bit of belief because I have all the belief for you and we can bridge that gap together. But it's these things like, I am broken, that stop you. And when you're saying I am broken, you inherently are saying I am hopeless. I have given up all hope. And it's simply, first of all, not true. It's not a fact. And second of all, it's not likely how you want to define yourself. I am broken. I am hopeless. I have given up all hope. As you can already tell, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> you are not broken. Now, there may be other ways that you use the word broken. For my faith-based ladies, I looked up biblical references to this. And most often, it's a broken spirit. And when we look at that, if you might use that word, like, I am hopeless, like my spirit is broken. I want you to start practicing things that refute these thoughts because when they come up, you can just say, oh, noted, thank you. I'm actually going to think this instead. And there's a few that I found. The most common one is Psalm 34. The Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. If you have any belief in God, the universe, something bigger than us as humans, you have hope. You have hope. I think that that's one of the most powerful things to realize in our beliefs is that they give us hope. You are not broken if you have hope. Psalm 147 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you're looking for the energy of the universe, if you're turning to God, you have hope. You are not broken. Let's stop letting those words define us. Because I think when I've thought of those young girls and the increased rates of suicide, it's when they reach hopelessness that gets them there. And for those of you who are like, do I even think of investing in myself in another weight loss strategy? Do I invest in this for the future? You are not broken. You are not hopeless. Sometimes I have my ladies start by just saying, if it's possible for other people, it's possible for me. If they have something they want to believe about themselves in the future, I'm like, okay, maybe it starts by just looking at it as like someone else did it. So potentially I could. Maybe there was a person out there who was telling themselves they were broken and they actually succeeded. So I could too, right? So that's the first level. If you are trying to shift this narrative that you tell yourself over and over and over again, that says I am broken and then creates results that are hopeless. Interesting, right? How many times have we been there, ladies? The first step is to change the belief behind it. It may start by saying other people have done it. Then I have my ladies ladder up a bit to like, it's possible that I could do it. And then it's like, I could do it. And then it's, I am doing it. I am capable. Just notice that 
even one step up takes you out of broken. One step up on that ladder takes you out of broken. So I want to challenge you all this week to look for people saying that around you and to watch yourself saying that. You are not hopeless. It's not a fact. Now, I want to move to the other side of this, which is, are you flawed? Probably. (laughs) And I would link that to saying this. That is the human experience. To be flawed is the human experience. Now, we try to tell ourselves we're perfect and we're chasing perfect and we can feel good about ourselves if we keep trying to be more perfect. And as I talked about on our podcast episode of Our Girls Need Us, that's what leads us to being hopeless when we think that perfect has to be the only acceptable standard for us, right? We can feel good about ourselves, maybe not even good about yourself, maybe acceptable, lovable, if we are perfect and anything short of that makes us unacceptable and unlovable. And I want to just shift that narrative for you because it was one of the biggest growths that I had in coaching. If you listen to this podcast for a while, you know that I call myself a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) I was in that world. I was a single mom in medical school with a perfectly clean house who arranged her call schedule so she could be on call more weekends when her daughter was with her dad. It was insane back in the day. The level at which I chased perfect was slightly insane, and that's why I was miserable. That and it wasn't my my passion and my purpose, truly. I love parts of medicine, but that traditional life was just not where I lived at my highest level. So in that space, these young girls are chasing perfect, but I want you to consider that maybe you are too. And what I learned when I discovered life coaching is that perfectionism wasn't my strength. It was just a coping skill for me to tell myself that I was lovable and acceptable. When I shift to telling myself instead that to be human is to be imperfect. To be human is to be flawed. By the way, flawed is defined as blemished, damaged, or imperfect in some way. So they go together, right? To be human is to be flawed. It opens so much possibility for me to live my life. And I wanna share with you that that's true in your weight loss journey, that's true in your relationships, that's true in your career, that's true in your relationship with food, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your coworkers, your relationship with your neighbor, your relationship with your church, whoever you have a relationship with in life. To be imperfect is to be human. We all are. Now, I know that likely you hear me say that and you're like, I know that, but do you really? Do you really? (laughs) Because this is much bigger than just like, I obviously understand that to be human is to be imperfect. Because here's what I want you to ask yourself. When the scale doesn't move like you want it to, and you've done everything right for the last five days, do you tell yourself, I'm human? Or do you say I'm broken? Or a variation of that. My guess is you say I'm broken or a variation of that. But if you really understand that to be human is to be imperfect, you realize that that's just the human experience. Sometimes you do everything right and the result isn't quite there yet, yet being the key word. But if you believe that that is the human experience, you'll keep going. If you believe that that means something about you being broken, you'll quit. You'll quit right then. I think this shift in discussion, the shift in the words we use is so important. You are flawed, you are imperfect. You may chase perfect, but you as a human are imperfect. I can tell you this on every level. I'm a doctor, never seen one 
quote-unquote, anatomically perfect natural body. It doesn't exist. And that is actually beautiful because that is the human experience. Can't tell you how many women came into my clinic and like hid things from me that they were like, oh, I'm embarrassed about that. And I'm like, I think it's actually super cool. Look at that. That's like so different in the human experience. But we're like, it means I'm broken. There's my flaw. Let's hide it. No, everyone has it in their physical form, in their mind. I can't tell you how many women I coach who have been through forms of emotional, mental, sexual abuse when they were younger, and they let it mean that they are broken or hopeless. There's a whole narrative behind that of blaming yourself for things that weren't your fault and society blaming women. I can do five podcast episodes on that. I won't go there today. But I just want you to know that you are not broken because that happened to you. You are not hopeless. I love that there's a form of pottery in Japan, I think, where they take broken pieces and they mold them together with gold. And they're so unique and they're more beautiful. We mold together the stories of our lives to be the human experience and to be our strengths, not our hopelessness. When you believe that to be flawed is to be human. I think so many of my ladies who have been through some type of trauma or abuse make that mean so much about themselves as a human. And we can easily tell them from the outside, it doesn't define you. You didn't do anything wrong. But I think they let that scar that sits, maybe physically, maybe on their heart, maybe mentally, create a space that says, now you're imperfect. And that becomes the story of the rest of their lives. And I want to share with you that that's work you can do to change the narrative. We don't even have to change life's past circumstances to change what we tell ourselves about ourselves as human beings. And that is a beautiful thing. For those of you like me who may be growing a little bit in your faith, I had a lot of story about being broken and hopeless. And I will tell you, some of my biggest growth over the last year has been watching God mold that together into something that is so much more beautiful than I ever dreamed. I'm a little guarded talking about this because for me, for years, people who talked like I talk now <laughs> freaked me out. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, that makes me uncomfortable when you do this like Jesus talk. And I want to be honest with you about that. But I just opened a little possibility that I shared on our, our Girls Need Us podcast a few weeks ago that said, each day I just started saying a little prayer, God, help me find the path that's meant for me. Just help me find the path that's meant for me. And I think you can get behind that if you believe in the universe, if you believe in God, wherever you're at. My belief is that God will reach you. He will reach you where you're at and pull you down through all that humanity and imperfection to tell you, you are not hopeless. I can't tell you how much that will change your life. So ladies, I want to hit on the you are human part as well. Because I think a lot of coaches and doctors and sort of experts in their area would say those words. When a person comes to me with something that's different on their body as a physician, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's just like being a human. Everybody has imperfections in their bodies. Doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's just you. And you make that mean what you want. Even a diagnosis that maybe you've been given that you're blaming yourself for, just a human experience. Happens to a lot of people. Now you decide what you make it mean. Do you make it mean that you're hopeless? Or do you make it mean, oh, turns out I'm imperfect. 
Maybe I learned from imperfect parents, an imperfect culture, an imperfect world around me. It's just my job now to empower myself to do the best I can with my human condition. Aha, such a change there, right? And in coaching on the mindset side of it, the emotional side of it, for those of you who are very strong emotional eaters, we go to food to fix negative feelings. And I don't even truly love the word negative feelings because I think that judges feelings as good or bad, but we kind of categorize them like that. So I use it lightly, but things that we don't like to feel, to be anxious, to be sad, to be shamed, ashamed, to be fearful, to feel guilty about our eating, right? We have all of these feelings and I want you to know that everyone has them. That is the human experience. There is no one walking around that's happy 24 seven. And in fact, you wouldn't really wanna be because then you would never recognize that you're happy. It would just be baseline and you'd come up with some other problem because that's the human experience. Last night on our coaching call, I was telling one of our ladies who's having a grandbaby, I was like, I wanna just tell you in this moment, that like you can just soak up the positive right now. Just be present and feeling those amazing feelings. And it doesn't mean that the negative is gonna hit you afterwards. Like we guard ourselves out of this human experience. We're like, can't be too happy because then I'll be hit with like cancer. We like tell ourselves these really strange things. Like if I'm too happy, then cancer's coming. If things are too good, something horrible is coming. But what if the human experience is good and bad and all of it becomes what you make it mean? And that's absolutely in your control. Let me give you an example. The human experience is sometimes to have crappy days, to feel anxious all day. And if you believe that that means you're human, what you do with that feeling will look different than if you believe that means you're broken. If you believe that means you're broken because you had another day of anxiety, you're likely going to do very hopeless behavior. Right? You're going full-blown lower brain, eating everything that's in sight, sitting watching Netflix, spending too much money, doing all the things, just to try to like make yourself feel good in the moment. But if you believe that that anxiety is the human experience and you can do anything you want with it, you're likely going to continue on a path of what you truly desire for your life. You're like, oh, anxious today. Hello, old friend, let's keep going. And your results for life look different. So ladies, yes. You are flawed. You are imperfect. My favorite belief on this is I am imperfectly perfect. (laughs) If you're a real perfectionist, try that one on for a while. Because it's true. Everything about my imperfection is perfect. To be human is to be imperfect. You are flawed. You are human. You are not broken. When I think of these young girls with the suicide attempts, I think it's such an important thing to show them and to let them hear because it's when they become truly hopeless that that occurs. When we tell them that, hey, you're imperfect and that is beautiful, someone just needs to be saying that to them. To be human is to be imperfect. We all get it. You just don't see it in others because they hide it like you are, but they're thinking the same things you are. Watch the words you use after I am. I am imperfectly perfect. I am human. I am not broken. Ladies, please share this with a girl or a mom or a grandma or someone else who needs to hear this too. So I think it's such an important narrative that we need to shift for our girls and for ourselves. If we do this work, they watch us. It changes the whole story. Have a great week. I've got something new and amazing coming your way. And it all starts with a free five-day 
how to eat to lose weight and gain energy challenge live with me. I'm starting the wait list for the challenge as spots will be limited, especially for my VIP access. I've got one simple question I want you to answer to join the wait list. Click the link in my show notes to join the wait list and be the first to know about all the exciting new things that are coming your way in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss.